0: This is the Grow Your Clinic podcast from Clinic Mastery. We help progressive health professionals to lead inspired teams, transform client experiences, and build clinics for good. Now, it's time to grow your clinic. Hello, good people, and welcome to another episode of the Grow Your Clinic podcast. My name is Jack O'Brien, your host today. And today, we're going to be talking about the difference between a performer and a conductor, a performer and a conductor. And the analogy that's fueling this conversation is around an orchestra. Think about a symphony that has made up of woodwind instruments and stringed instruments and percussion and brass instruments. And in a lot of ways, your clinic is like an orchestra. It's making music that is helping people. It's bringing joy to people. And so today, For you as a leader, we're talking about the difference between a performer and a conductor. And so obviously a performer is someone who performs, who is on show, who is facing the crowd, who is facing the audience, has mastered their craft, their instrument, their profession, their skills, and they bring an experience to their audience, to their ideal clients in the clinical sense. This is the practitioner that is really good at their game, that is skilled, that has mastered their craft. That's a performer. And in our experience, most clinic owners, in fact, are really good performers. Often we end up in clinic ownership because we're really good at our profession. We're really good health professionals. And by virtue, it progresses towards owning a clinic. And so we are all typically performers. However, I want to put it to you that the best clinic owners transition from being a performer to being a conductor. And let me help you understand. So the differences between a performer and a conductor, well, a performer, like we said, a performer is someone who faces their audience. A conductor turns their back to the audience and focuses on the performer's we're not saying that you should ignore your community, <laughs> but what we are saying is that your primary attention should be towards your team, should be towards your performers, and you become the conductor. And naturally, if you're a conductor, you can't be a performer at the same time. It's quite a different role. And so, you know, this has been inspired from many different places. We've explored the notion of the different levels of wealth when it comes to Roger Hamilton's content. It's also been inspired by Stephen Gambardella. And so today I want to talk to you about some of the differences between a performer and a conductor and what a conductor really is. And so here's the thing. A conductor is really, it's more of a manager than a leader, right? Now, there's there's often comparisons between leadership and management. And we talk so much about leadership here at Clinic Mastering. And there's, there's absolutely a place for leadership, but there's also a place for management. It's not one or the other, it's one and the other, right? And so, what is management? And when you think about a conductor, a conductor is more of a manager. Management is kind of like guiding. It's gathering the troops and helping and making sure that our team is all flowing in the same direction. There's a place for leadership to cast vision and to call the best out in people and to set purpose and to help lead by our core values. There's absolutely a place for leadership. There's also a place for management, and that's where the idea of a conductor comes into play. So here's a couple of points that Steve Gambardella talks about when it comes to conductors. Number one, Conductors are not leaders by definition. A conductor is more like copper that conducts electricity. You know, a conductor, the music flows from the pages that's in front of them, but yet it's the musicians, it's the performers that actually bring the music. So, conductors are managers. Number two, conductors are always a step ahead. Have you noticed (laughs) that when conductors are leading the orchestra, they're making gestures before the sounds are to be made. They're making eye contact with different instruments before they're needed. Conductors are always a step ahead. Number three, conductors do not play in the orchestra. They can't by definition. They've got their baton, I think the stick is called, and they're using their hands and their words and their facial gestures and by definition, they cannot be playing an instrument. And number four, not only that conductors do not play, they cannot play every instrument. You know, a great conductor of an orchestra can probably play one, maybe two, possibly three instruments. And the same is true for conductors as clinic owners. You don't need to know everything about accounting or marketing or communications. You don't need to be the expert. You don't need to be the performer in all of those domains. You can't play all of those roles. You can't wear all of those hats. But a conductor can draw the best out of the performers in those seats or those people that are wearing those hats. A conductor does not play every instrument and a conductor cannot play every instrument. Number five, conductors set the pace. Conductors determine the tempo of the music And similarly, in your clinic, we would suggest that when it comes to things like your core values, your painted picture, that these would be developed collaboratively with your team so your team helps articulate your core values. The conductor, the manager, the leader sets the pace at which we execute upon our core values, the pace at which we bring to life our painted picture vision. Conductors set the pace. Number six, conductors never take the credit. (laughs) And this is kind of like coaching when it comes to sports teams. Conductors never take the credit for when things go well. It's always your team's credit when things go well. If you think about an orchestra, the audience will applaud the musicians. However, the flip side of this is that great leaders, great managers, great conductors take the heat when things don't go well. And so, you know, perhaps that's a leadership lesson for another day, but conductors don't take the credit for things going well, but they do take responsibility for when things don't. It's a key principle of leadership. And finally, number seven, conductors have the best seat in the house. You get to see up close the performance of your team, the magic that they bring, the sound that they create, the impact that your clinic has in your community. You have the best seat in the house as the conductor. And what a dream and what a privilege and what an honour that is (laughs) to have your face towards your team Your back is turned to the noise. As we said, we're not talking about a disrespect for our community by any stretch, but your back is turned to the noise and your focus, your energy is to your team. Great leaders, great managers, great conductors have the best seat in the house because you're working closely with your team. Now... In my experience personally and in our experience working with hundreds of clinic owners, the transition from performer to conductor is a real challenge. And we talk about it in a lot of our modules around coming off the tools and what it means to scale back some of your clinical or consulting hours so that you can increase your leadership or management hours. And, you know, we don't say this because that's the ultimate goal is to come off the tools by virtue of the process of coming off the tools, that your clinic will realize the business that it truly is, whether the systems are sustainable and scalable or whether things fall apart. Is your business a true business in that it, it is not dependent on you for revenue generation and it frees you up to lead and manage and inspire and craft the purpose of your clinic? that transition from performer to conductor is a real challenge. And I've personally experienced that. I can empathize. I've been there. I've done it. It's tough. But I can also say from the other side that when you get to the place of conducting the orchestra, there's a lot of flow that can come from that. And so I want to leave you with this thought at the end of this podcast around the difference between a performer and a conductor. Number one, first challenge for you is to do a bit of an audit of your actions throughout an average week or an average month. How much of your time is spent up being a performer? Perhaps that's being on the tools as part of consulting clinically. Perhaps it's doing the do around your clinic. Maybe you're the one that's going to the bank and the post office and doing the reconciling and checking the stock and making the orders and setting the rosters. How much of your time is spent performing and how much of your time is spent conducting the performers and leading and managing and guiding the music so that there's a beautiful sound coming out, that you're one step ahead, That you're setting the pace. So number one, order your time around how much are you spending being a performer versus being a conductor. And number two, what is your strategy to help move into more conductor time? What is your strategy into moving more into conductor time? We're about to do a podcast summarizing what just happened at our Grow Your Clinic retreat. We just had a retreat with some of our high-achieving clinic owners inside the Business Academy up in Noosa. And these are clinic owners that are spending their time conducting the orchestra, and it's beautiful to watch. And they make time. Things like going to Noosa and investing in the future of their clinic is a conductor activity. And I want to know from you guys, what is your strategy to move from performer to conductor. If you need some clarity, if you need some help, if you need to bounce some ideas around, that's what we're for. Jump inside the Facebook group, the Grow Your Clinic Facebook group, and see what the other hundreds or thousands of clinic owners are doing. And the thing that I love about the Grow Your Clinic Facebook group is this, that it's not just any average clinic owner we screen as those who are on the inside would know we screen every clinic owner to make sure that they align with the cm values and that they're high performers (laughs) and pardon the pun around performers it's not just your average clinic owners these are some of the top notch the best of the best clinic owners. So jump in the Facebook group, the Grow Your Clinic Facebook group. Or if you need some more personalized help, reach out to me, jack at clinicmastering.com. There's a human on the other end and uh, we'd love to have a conversation. And Maybe it's just bouncing some ideas around how you can spend more time at a conductor role and progress from the performer of your orchestra. So there are two things. Do an audit and have your strategy. And the bonus there is lean into the Facebook group and reach out personally. There's no harm in a conversation. We're absolutely here to help, no strings attached. And so there you go, a conductor versus a performer. I trust that this has been useful. Hey, I would love it. If you haven't yet left a review of this podcast, why don't you make 30 seconds to pull over? In fact, I do this occasionally, pull over and write a review. We would really appreciate that wherever you're listening or watching this podcast, let others know that you have found it useful and uh, we would love to hear that feedback and we'll be sure to uh, share that here if and when appropriate. But thank you so much for tuning in. We don't take it for granted that you would allocate some of your precious learning time towards listening to the Grow Your Clinic podcast. It is an absolute joy and privilege to bring it to you. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Make sure you do the actions You get in touch, you jump in the Facebook group, and thank you for your reviews and ratings. If you need anything, anything extra, some of the notes or the timestamps from this episode, anything else from Clinic Mastery, you can head over to clinicmastery.com forward slash podcast. All the links will be over there. And for those that haven't yet, the Assess Your Clinic scorecard test is over at our website, clinicmastery.com. You'll find it. There's buttons galore. (laughs) And you can take the free test to see how your clinic measures up across the seven degrees that are involved in growing your clinic. It's a free, it's a scorecard test. It'll give you some tangible strategies, an objective score as to how you measure up. And it takes somewhere between four to 10 minutes to do. It is an absolutely brilliant resource. Make sure you avail yourself of that. That's enough from me. Thank you for tuning in, good people. We really appreciate it. And I can't wait to bring you another episode of the Grow Your Clinic podcast again really soon. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to the Grow Your Clinic podcast. To find out more about past episodes or how we can help you, head to www.clinicmastery.com forward slash podcast. And please remember to rate and review us on your podcast player of choice. See you on the next episode.